This event is awesome because it gets so many students exposed to the trades. I recognized a long time ago that with the tight budgets within the high schools that they're not getting that exposure to these careers and being able to explore those careers at a hands-on basis is the way to introduce these careers to students. Welcome to BizCast Greater Lacrosse, a weekly podcast from Biz News. We bring you news from the business community. I am your host and founder, Vicki Markison. We have three guests today. This is actually the first repeat guest that I've had, so it's exciting because it means that you guys had a great event last year. So Build My Future, we have representatives from the Builders Association, but I'm going to have them self-introduce because... One person has a lot of important titles. So go ahead, Tina. We'll start with you. (laughs) I am Tina Bailey with the Lacrosse Area Builders Association. I am the executive officer. Good morning, Vicki. I am Adam Kirshner. I'm with Energy Line International. I am the owner of that company. Good morning. My name is Andy Olson. I am the director of the Wisconsin Institute of Transportation Technology, which is a program with River States Truck and Trailer and the Lacrosse Truck Center dealerships. Fantastic. Build my future. Who has the little elevator speech to say what that is in a succinct way? I can do that. Build my future is a, an event. It's our second annual event, and it is designed to bring in students from high schools and entry-level college students to explore the trades. And we're talking all trades. This is a one-day um, event. It is what I would equate it to as a career day but it is a hands-on career day. So students can expect to see exhibitors and vendors from colleges, universities, local businesses, manufacturing facilities, carpenters, plumbers, electricians, all the different trades. And when we think about trades, it's also medical and food and really anything where you would need some kind of technical training in order to take part in that career. There was a lot of buzz from last year's event. I saw it all over social media. So many companies happy with the student turnout, the engagement that happened. Why do you think that show is such a success? Go ahead, Tina. I am going to say that one, the exhibitors had those hands-on events. They had those hands-on exhibits, I should say. And what I heard from the instructors was there's nothing like this in our area. And that was the key. There is nothing like this for our students in this area. So that's why even talking to the instructors six months after the event, they're still praising the event. I just had a conversation last week with somebody saying that was a great event. The students were not on their phones. They were engaged they were respectful. So thank you to the parents for having good students that came and everybody, the volunteers, the exhibitors, everybody had a good experience with the event because everybody was just busy and hands-on and getting great experiences with the students and some hired after that event as well. The ultimate goal. That is the goal. And then to plant seeds for the future hires as well. Andy, I know you were part of the event last year. Why was it so valuable for you? What did you experience? The experiences I had really involved with having a hands-on activity and being able to talk to the next generation of workers that are going to come in. A lot of these students have not been able to experience these hands-on activities. 
We've had students that never change a tire because that was the activity that we did as we were taking tires on and off a vehicle. And some of them have never done that. And then we're using electric impacts. So some of them never had the opportunity to use a, a tool like that. So they used to do it by hand. So providing a opportunity for them to experience different things that they may not have been able to experience in high school and being able to talk to them and ask them questions. And a lot of times we would get questions not involved with the activity. Like they just ask questions dealing with emerging technology because this generation is very technology driven. And how does our program fit into what they're seeing on the internet? Adam, talk about what's planned for this year. This year, I think we're going to have a more diverse uh, group of exhibitors as well. Last year, we did have, I think, Lacrosse Truck Center was one that was like tearing down an engine and putting it back together. Hmm. And then we had Wisconsin Building Supply and Louts Lassig General Contracting building a shed, cutting with the saws. And we had Weezer Brothers pouring concrete behind the building. And before we go on, I should probably send a shout out to the Omni Center in the city of on Alaska because it was really awesome how they let us pretty much take over their entire facility for a day with an in-kind trade. And this year they've extended even more space to us. So we have the entire parking lot and some of the fields and potentially the building behind. And But to get back to your question, the diversity of the exhibitors will be increased. We have more manufacturing involved. And I believe we have some trade unions as well that will be doing some, I think, didn't they build a bridge or something last year? There'll, there'll be more of that type of, of work as well. Tina, how do you see the success of this? What do you measure it based on? It really came down to, I think you had mentioned it before, Vicki, of the comments after. One one of the students that was interviewed and one of the TV station reports, he came up and he, he was by the mini excavator and he's like, yeah, there's just a couple of switches and buttons, so it should be pretty easy. Until he sat down and he actually did and he realized that it wasn't as easy as he thought it was going to be. And so there's one thing about the respect for the trades that as business owners you do every day and you think, ah, it's really nothing. But it is really something and it's amazing what you do every day. And so to be proud of that and let them experience that and let them see how difficult sometimes it is, but then how easy it can be after training. Uh, the other thing that I got was parents reaching out to me personally saying, my student came home and they were just talking about this event that they went to today. It was awesome. That was their dinner conversation. My own student came home and told us about it. So that speaks volumes when your high school student comes home and actually talks about something that happened at school without you prodding and poking and saying, what, what is it? Give me more. No, they were offering that information. So that does it for me. And in terms of student engagement, so obviously that was your kickoff year last year. You probably went a little conservative in terms of your invitations out to make sure you had a successful event. Correct. What does this year look like? We have over doubled our registration. Last year, uh, we did have 13 inches of snow the day prior to the event. That was a challenge. We did end up with 600 students at the event, but this year we already have 1,400 students registered 
hoping for another actually 100 more students to get registered for the event. And we need the support from the exhibitors to make sure that they are busy during the time that they're there from nine until two. And the schools want to get there as soon as possible so they can spend as much time as possible at the event. So 1,400 students that can't just be from the same schools getting more students. Correct. That is the other key is we service five counties for our uh, lacrosse area builders association. But we've reached even beyond those counties that we serve. So we are going into Minnesota. We are going down to Soldiers Grove. We're going all around. So just consider a very large area. So students are coming from all distances. So we can get exhibitors from all distances because they may be in your backyard and may be able to do a summer uh, job for you, too. So come join us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. More the merrier. Now you just need the exhibitors, right, Adam? Yes, we definitely do. And there's uh, a few different ways that you could register your company to attend. And one of the ways is go to the Lacrosse Area Builders Association website, which is labaonline.com and click on Build My Future in the events tab. You will find the registration forms neatly placed there. There's also a video that recaps last year's event that Amber from Hazel Media put together for us. Fantastic video. And then the second way to register would be to simply stop by the Builders Association office and fill out a form. Before registering a business, start thinking about what your hands-on activity would be. If you're not sure what to do, for example, last year we had some exhibitors that said, I, I have a um, manufacturing facility. I think Duratech was one of them. They're like, what do we do um, to promote our business? Because everything we have is big machines and equipment inside of a facility. How can we um, put on a, a simple activity? And so we put our minds together and they ended up putting uh, or creating some like little electric diode light things. And it was uh, just a small snippet of what they do as a bigger part of a process. And we have a list of some really great ideas on what your business could do for an activity to, to help get you going. Another way to get involved is just volunteer. With 1,500 students running around, we're serving lunches. We're handing out protective gear and t-shirts and just trying to help answer the questions and make things flow. If a line gets too full, we can move them to a, another exhibit and vice versa. So there's a lot of ways to get involved with this event. The last thing I'll say about getting involved is if you're a, a really small company, say like one person and you want to be involved, but you're not sure uh, how you would have an exhibit by yourself, we have opportunities where you could partner with another company because it's not just about promoting your business. It's about promoting the trade or the skill that goes with your business. So you could say if you were a plumber, you could connect with, we could help connect you with another plumber. And then you could run an exhibit together. That's a great transition to Andy. Andy, you're with, let's just say, a trade that you wouldn't think is a part of the building industry. However, everybody needs a truck. Trust me, you never have a contractor without a truck. <laughs> so explain how you guys put thought into what you did at the Build My Future last year and how critical that just that little exercise is to getting interest into what you do. 
Yes, thinking about events and this year, all three dealerships are going to be there. So we are going to have a very large presence within the event this year. But when I look at any event like this and career exploration, it's how can we make any, an activity that isn't days worth of hauling and stuff. Um, so there's a little bit of pre-work to go with that. Uh, they do have a uh, forklift and stuff available. So uh, right now we're in the planning stages of this year's event to uh, figure out what we're going to do. Um, and it will involve a forklift. I'll let you know that. Um, so last year was uh, the tire changing thing last year was very um, easy to do, easy to put together. And it was an activity that, like I said, a lot of students may not have been able to do in their high schools. In the diesel industry, there's no diesel programs within the high school. Being able to focus on that, like you said, a lot of trucks are out there, a lot of semis, a lot of pickup trucks in the trade industry. So just being able to let students experience that mm -hmm. and see if that's something they want to explore further. And let's do a little bit deeper dive of most people see a truck and have no idea what your business does to understand, okay, you're not just a salesperson selling a truck. Can you explain what the need is for your workforce at your business? Yeah. So our greatest need right now is diesel technicians. Uh, so being able to show that, and typically that is an entry point into the industry is as an entry-level technician. But then you also have the advancement opportunities to get into management, to get into sales, lots of different positions within the dealerships to be able to grow. Fantastic. And so this is an opportunity to get in front of the students that probably already have a mindset of, I, like, I want to work with my hands. And so this is a good opportunity to explore what that looks like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, this event is it's a more of a career fair in your day, not, yep. not necessarily a job fair. Yep. But I do want to tell the, our listeners that last year we had some companies that have applications on hand at this event and they were actively recruiting summer work and mm -hmm. apprenticeships and such. And that that's very welcome. That's the point of this. Mm -hmm. The reason why we brought this to the community is to promote the trades and get more of the young people involved. Because some careers you can start just coming straight out of high school. Others, you need a degree. And so it really is the it's the true exploration, right? If you're interested in doing this, there are a couple different pathways. I'm assuming there's you know, some education organizations there. Or what does it look like to connect them with then what that career looks like? We do have Minnesota State College Tech, and we will also have Western Technical College. We are looking at branching out a little bit further than that. So we're still making those connections as well. And sometimes, like Adam mentioned, it's apprenticeship program. So it's connecting with the businesses prior to connecting to the colleges because the businesses sets up that apprenticeship program that is needed and the training that is needed. So there's a lot of different pathways and so it's just figuring out what you want to do, then we can take the, they can get help from there. Yeah, I'm guessing some of the career advisors are probably a little busier after that event, trying to connect people with what they, what that pathway looks like. But the interesting thing that you mentioned too about apprenticeships is that I know companies that use that as their trial to say, okay, let's bring you in. And if you're great, we're going to keep you on or, okay, this was great. Move on to the next thing. And so it is a great opportunity for that experience. 
So you do you have certain gaps in terms of your exhibitors that you're really trying to recruit? I would say our biggest gaps, it is build my future. So a lot of it, you think our exhibitors would mostly be builders. And that is actually one of our bigger gaps. And the reason why it's a bigger gap is because they're all so busy. So for them to take time and sit down and actually spend a day putting on an exhibit or planning an activity, it's become quite a challenge for them. Winter being the slower time, and we actually finally have some winter now, the builders have had a chance to slow down this week and have reached out to a few of them to, to see if they're interested in, in exhibiting at Build My Future. And, and there is the interest there, which is just getting them to, to commit. And a lot of them don't know what to do as well, like I said earlier about the activity, and we can definitely help them with that. And electrical was another area that was highly sought after last year. And we did have the the electrical union there. But with 1,500 students, you need to have more than one. And it's not a bad thing because uh, they may do things differently or they may do the same thing, but they're in just a different spot. Um, Plumbing was another thing that was brought up, too. So those particular trades were looked for last year. Um, the lines for the mini excavators for running those <laughs> machines, those were long and not very long. When I say long, I meant five students, but it takes time to get them in and out and, and all that, too. Anything and everything. And even if we already have it, it's OK to have more than one of something. Sure. And it's just more exposure because there's also the variety of businesses, right? So you can have somebody doing the exact same thing. But the culture and and their need is very different as well. So it's just another exposure level. So you're gearing up. What's between now and the event date? What needs to happen? We need to fill the space. We need those exhibitors to fill the space. And we are looking for a few more sponsorships if possible. But we're going to be printing T-shirts with all those logos and sponsor names on the back. So that's where we have a deadline of February 14th for signups. We have that same deadline for exhibitors. We have a little bit more leeway, but we also have to get it planned. We also have to put them in place because basically it's similar to our home show, but it's not the same exact thing because we're tell us what space you need and we're going to we're going to make you make it work. Inside, outside, we're going to make it work. And so that's where it's a big puzzle for us at the office to put together. So the more information we have to start with, we can put that puzzle together faster and and more efficiently. So we appreciate all of the information ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And we can work out extra details as far as what exactly you're going to do. We can help with that, too. But that can come a little bit later as well. So we're really looking at that middle of February kind of deadline. I I hate Mm -hmm. to throw it out there as a deadline, but it's a soft deadline, but it would just help with planning purposes. Fantastic. I'm going to change my, I have a common closer question that I always ask, but I'm going to change it a little bit for you guys. So it's more appropriate because it's normally what makes you passionate about what you do. So we'll switch it to what makes you passionate about this event. So we'll start with you, Andy. This event is awesome because it gets so many students exposed to the trades. I recognize a long time ago that with the tight budgets within the high schools that they're not getting that exposure to these careers, which are awesome careers. A lot of people retire from these careers and do quite well. And being able to explore those careers in a hands-on basis, not just a talk, 
is the way to introduce these careers to students. Adam? For me, it's an education experience. I have a degree in teaching and a teach- Wisconsin teaching license, and I also have an extensive background in the trades, 23 years working in the trades. And uh, make, bridging that connection between the education piece and the trades is, uh, is what drives me to make this event successful. It's a great combination of your skill sets. Yeah. Tina? I like the idea of helping the students find their pathway. And it might not be forever position that they find, but it gives them the opportunity to look at different things that are available to them. And the other piece is that they might, DeSoto High School had a great story. There was a female that came back after the last year's event, and she said to the instructor, I want to be on the list for next year right away. And she signed up for the tech class. So it was not necessarily that she got into the trade right away because she's still in high school, but she also signed up for a tech class at the high school level to learn more about, because this is a lifelong skill as well, that I wish as a high school student, I would have taken more of those classes and didn't. And so I think for any of our students, this is just a very positive thing for life. And I think it's just a great thing to be able to offer to all of our students and we need help to do it. Yep. So we have been talking about Build My Future. It is coming up April 24th. And they are seeking sponsors. They are seeking exhibitors. Don't let the lack of ideas for how to promote your trade be a barrier, but sign up uh, either as a sponsor or an exhibitor. You've been listening to BizCast Greater Lacrosse. This is Vicki Markison. We'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm.